And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, hustlers? Welcome back. This is Andrew Morgans, founder of Marknology, here as today's host of Startup Hustle, covering all things e-com, startups, uh, Amazon, industry, um, SEO, D2C, you name it. We're covering everything that's fun. And today we're going to be talking about improving your Amazon SEO strategy. We're going to just jump into ranking SEO, what it is, um, you know, how to prepare for it, how to optimize it. Before I introduce today's Yes, today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by Fullscale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult. Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Visit Fullscale.io to learn more. Today's guest is another, is another uh, Amazon industry owner and an expert, uh, Eddie Wheeler out of Mexico City. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, me and Eddie were just getting to know each other a little bit before the show started. Um, a lot of times, the this Amazon industry, the space in general, is, is small. Uh, Eddie's been abroad for the last five, six years, and now is in uh, Mexico City and traveling around. So hopefully, we'll get to see each other a little bit more uh, at conferences and, and things like that. Uh, love having you on the show. I love bringing in other experts that um, are passionate about the same things as myself. Um, so I'm excited to just get to know you a little bit and hopefully our hustlers and our listeners get to know you as well yeah sounds good man glad to well, be here awesome uh well i love getting to just uh start the show off getting to know eddie a little bit um you know uh how did you get into uh you know the amazon industry where you are today but back it up a little bit to just uh, in general um did you always know you're going to be an entrepreneur did you always want to be in business um where's your story kind of begin yeah, so you know, I guess my story probably begins. Um, so right after college, I went to go to Vietnam to actually teach English, and okay. you know, I just kind of wanted to. I always knew I wanted to do something different, let's say, and like kind of wanted to not have that nine to five. I did it for one year, and then I was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this." So after that, um, you know, bought a one way ticket to Vietnam, got a job teaching English, and. Um, well, that was good and definitely served its purpose. And, you know, I, I did have some fun with that. I knew that's not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Luckily, in Vietnam, you can teach, you know, 15, 20, 25 hours a week and still make your living cost and, and, then, and then some. So I had all this extra time during the week. Uh, I worked for a startup in Ho Chi Minh City for a little bit, unrelated to, to e-commerce. And then eventually got to, you know, researching how... Um, you know, just researching different business models where I found Amazon FBA, uh, tried my own product and totally failed because <laughs> I was, what was, pretty... that? What, what, what was that first product and, and what year was that? Uh, it was in 2019 and it was like artificial palm leaves, like to decorate like your house or part And you know, like it was fine. Like all the keyword data made sense. And, you know, a lot of the, the numbers made sense, but I didn't launch anything that was different and I didn't know what I was doing. I had no like real concept of understanding how to like manage cash flow, 
you know, how to do PPC, all these things. Like, yeah, I've, I've always had like kind of a marketing mind. So I think my listing was actually pretty decent, but um, yeah, it was, you know, just a big learning lesson. And, uh, you know, in the end of the day, I was a broke English teacher. So I didn't really have that much capital to be working with. I did launch a second product, which did, um, you know, I ultimately discontinued it, but it did make money. But during that time, because I was kind of getting pretty desperate to get away from English teaching, um, just kind of getting burnt out with it. And I was like, well, you know, now I've learned all this Amazon SEO stuff. And, you know, I've always been a good writer. Why don't I offer freelance SEO, uh, Amazon SEO copywriting services? And then that really just, uh, you know, stuck really well. It came really natural to me. And, you know, after a year or so, year and a half of doing that, I had so many clients that I said, let me just focus on this for the next few years. I'm going to start an agency. I'll start offering you know, graphic design, um, now like photography through a partner studio. So we can, you know, we do everything um, when it, you know, comes to like listing optimization for click-through rate, conversion rate. And then of course, um, you know, the all important SEO stuff. Awesome. Talk, talk to me um, just about, I guess, being in Vietnam and building, building a business there. Were you surrounded by other guys, like uh, let's say entrepreneurs, freelancers, like kind of doing the Amazon FBA thing? Was there a community? Um, like how did you first start out? Okay. Now I know I'm, a, or I, I did pretty good with my SEO. I've been teaching English, probably like sharpening your skills at least a couple of years. Like, you know, anytime you're teaching something, I think you're like learning it in, in a whole yeah. not, again, like a whole nother way. Um, and then like, how were you getting business? I guess in those early days, I'm just curious. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's definitely like out in Southeast Asia, there's like a huge community of people that are, whether they're freelancing, whether they have an online business. Um, so, you know, digital nomads, if, you know, I don't really love the term, but, uh, you know, it's a easy way to describe it. Um, so yeah, there's a great community out, you know, people doing that. Um, and so for a while, right, I was teaching English and freelancing. Eventually the freelancing provided enough income where I was able to stop teaching, um, but then, yeah, just surrounded by other, uh, you know, like-minded folks is always good. Um, in terms of uh, why well, I definitely met some people that were specifically doing Amazon FBA um, in terms of, of getting work, it was a lot through Upwork at first. And okay. I still do a decent amount of, you know, I still get a decent amount of clients on Upwork. And I really just like studied Upwork and how to like do well with that and kind of like not hack the algorithm, but like, you know, make make the algorithm like you and show, you know, show you for more things and stuff. So, um, so I got really good at Upwork and then also, um, content posts for Amazon seller, Facebook groups. Some people listening might remember back in the day that, you know, in the Helium 10 members group, um, Amazon FBA Titans, just to name a few, I, I had a lot of like copywriting posts. And then that's okay. really when I started to kind of blow up and like, I was getting so many clients that. Um, you know, I couldn't handle it myself. So I was like, okay, now, now is the time for, for the agency. Awesome. Were you, were you scaling, um, with like, I guess, employees in Southeast Asia or, you know, was it things like back home or, yeah, um, so you know, other, uh, you know, other digital nomads, other like people, other foreigners that I met out there. Um, because I, I think with copywriting, especially, right. Cause that was such a major focus and it still is a major focus of my business. Right. But I, I really haven't like come across too many like uh, copywriters that are non-native English speakers that 
can really, you know, cause there's just like word choices are off and, you know, certain things there, there, there are some, but um, it's harder to find for sure. So I always kind of went with, with native speaking. Uh, so like other foreigners that I met out in Southeast Asia. Um, however, some of the other work, like the admin work, uh, you know, now I do a lot of cold outreach. Um, I'm able to outsource that to VAs in the Philippines and stuff. Super cool. Just yeah. curious because some of our journey is a little bit the same. And um, I just have yet to meet someone that started the agency while in, in Southeast Asia and like kind of how that came to be. I'm just curious. I haven't been to Vietnam. Um, I've been to Thailand and uh, my roommate and, and uh, someone I own a couple of businesses with is uh, Korean. Um, mm. and he like lived in Seoul for 11 years. And, and so he's been all over Southeast Asia. Um, and just kind of wondering what the, um, you know, the environment is like out there for, I know, I know there's a lot of digital nomads, but just Amazon FBA, I guess, like, you know, in general, what that, what yeah. that's like. There's definitely, I did come across and actually I did get a few clients that way, just like, you know, working in cafes or co-working spaces and just starting conversations. Oh, you do Amazon. Oh, cool. Like, you know, I do. SEO and listing optimization. So I was able to I get love, yeah, two clients. I out. love that. I don't think um, you know this about me, but I actually got my start on Upwork as well. Uh, it was probably 2000 for me though, 2014. Um, there was no one doing Amazon on, on Upwork. And I was like reading these blogs, going through a bad breakup, trying to figure out ways to make some money. I was an e-commerce manager by day. And um, uh, there was like, I would get on Upwork, there's Elance and freelancer.com and a couple others. And I was just like, you know, I'd post 30, 40 job applications a weekend, you know, on there. And Upwork went and bought Elance. Right. And maybe another one or two. And when they did, it could just combined all my reviews from all those other platforms that they acquired and added them to my Upwork profile. Okay. So like kind of overnight, I just like jumped in the ratings a lot, you know? Um, and soon I found myself in like the top 10 of, of digital marketing, the only guy doing Amazon and I was USA based at the time. Um, so there just wasn't other Amazon guys or girls yeah. in there, you know? So it was like kind of by default. Um, not that I, not that I wasn't doing good work, just like yeah. it was, you know, you know how it is. And, um, yeah, so Upwork like brought me into my first couple of clients and, you know, I got enough of them going kind of on a monthly retainer kind of thing where I was just helping them out for a, a low ticket price at that time mm -hmm. and, um, you know, left my left my day job and went all in on what I was doing too. So it's, it's kind of cool to have that in common. And um, I still get on Upwork just every every now and then just to keep the profile fresh, you know, keep a, keep a couple yeah. jobs on there. I, as the owner... Um, I'll still do a couple myself, maybe on Upwork off the books, uh, just to just to keep my hands in there a little bit, you know, um, just to stay fresh. It's it's a really cool platform. I've I've met a writer off of there um, in the last couple of months that's helping me put some case studies together and some things like that that I've just struggled to uh, just to get done to get them out of my head and onto paper. And um, so, no, I absolutely love the platform. And for anyone that's listening that doesn't know, it's just a great place to find either work for yourself or just starting resources or find, you know, great people. It's not always someone in the Philippines or Vietnam, or, uh, you can find, you know, this guy's from Austin, Texas, you know, so down the street, I guess a little bit for me. Um, super cool. Okay. So you left, you left teaching, you go all in on the agency. Um, and for everyone listening, that's, that's Guava listings. Is that correct? Yes. Guava listings. Cool. Guava listings. I know now you're in Mexico City um, and they're doing there's actually like a lot of people in, in my circle, I guess, in the Amazon industry that are really pushing into Latin America. 
um, for conferences, for sourcing, uh, kind of just all the things that happened in Asia um, earlier are now just starting to take place in, in Latin America. So I think you're there at a great time um, uh, in regards to the Amazon industry. When, yeah. when did you go from, uh, I guess, Vietnam and, and Bali and, and make uh, the move to come um, to North America? Yeah, so I left, um, never actually lived in Bali, but I was in Thailand for a year. Um, Of course, like visiting North America, you know, every now and then. I think like in the five years I was out there, I actually just visited home twice. But um, yeah, I I think, uh, let's see, I moved here. um, I was actually in Hawaii for a few months after moving home after Thailand. Um, Yeah, just like kind of crazy. Bridge the gap. (laughs) Yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah. So I was out there for just just a few months. Um, and then yeah, I came here in October. So it's been eight months now in Mexico City. That's cool. Yeah. Um I I've shared some stuff on the show. Uh, but one of my right hands at Marknology and, and sales and partnerships is there in Mexico City. Um, and it's very helpful for me and in, in the Midwest. I can only do so many things like having uh somebody there when the industry is really kind of coming to life, it feels like it's in its yeah. infancy stage. And for, uh, for anyone listening, like a lot of our team is, is in um, central South America. So, um, you know, absolutely cool. I want to talk more about, I guess, SEO and kind of what came of the agency and kind of move into that. So you, you're relocated to Mexico city, still running the team. Um, what's your guys's focus, I guess, as an SEO agency, as things start to change with AI and people, you know, there's a lot of different interpretations around what SEO is. Yeah. I remember in the early days, um, I was trying to push Amazon SEO cause I was just tracking the keyword rankings and organic ranking had a bigger play uh, before paid search. Um, but everyone just did giveaways at the time and no right. one was really caring about SEO and now it's come full circle and SEO is, is, you know, very, very important. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's your take on that? Yeah, you know, it absolutely is. Um, and, you know, I think like there's, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of focus, right? Like whether, you know, it's materials, you know, videos on YouTube or, you know, all these courses that are out there um, or whatever it might be. I think there's a lot of focus on like when you're going to launch like that foundational SEO. And there's plenty of, you know, different ways to do that keyword research. I think there's not enough focus like as a whole on ongoing slash long-term SEO. And once I noticed that, like that's kind of when I went on my own journey, actually really, really like deep in the last uh, like six months, 12, you know, six to 12 months or so of like really understanding what, you know, a holistic plan looks like. And really, right. It's not, you know, it's not set and forget. It's you should yeah. be regularly doing keyword research or you or someone on your team should be doing, you know, regularly doing keyword research updates and, you know, just tracking it and seeing, you know, how many keywords, you know, you know, what's your organic keyword distribution? What's the sponsored keyword distribution? What's the total, right? And, you know, just kind of keeping track of that because it's really important for your traffic and, you know, it works, you know, hand in hand with PPC, you know, it's yes, something that, you know, they, they can feed into each other and work with each other. But so many people, you know, a lot of people, yeah, like let's double down on PPC. But if you're not doing that, the corresponding SEO work every month, two months, you know, it, it, it depends, right? You don't want to change it too much, but, but looking at it every one, two or three months, depending on where it is in the life cycle to, you know, see what needs to be done. 
see what keywords you're now kind of competitive for and, you know, things that you can actually do with just keywords that can help you boost up and rank. So huge opportunity and one that really doesn't cost you, you know, to go out there and get content, um, new images made, new video made, you know, the costs can be a lot. Um, but something you can do is tweaking your keywords and your SEO over time. I'll lay out a quick strategy and I want to hear more about this long-term strategy in regards to Amazon. I know long-term on a website, you can continue to do, you know, backlinks and write articles and blogs and, and all that kind of stuff on Amazon. We have to approach it a little bit differently. Right. Um, in regards to long-term for me, uh, the team does it a little bit differently now. So bear with me. You know, I've been out of some of the, the weeds yeah. for a while, but my approach was always, let's take it under context for anyone listening. Like you have, uh, you're writing a keyword or you're writing a listing and on Amazon, you're doing research that says, okay, these hundred keywords are all kind of relevant to my product from the hundred keywords. I might try to pick a top, you know, 30. Okay. From PPC or from putting them in the listing, I want them to be there. So I've got 30, I'm going to pick out the best 15. That, that would be my approach. Some products might have four keywords. Like it just depends on the product. Some might have 200, right. That are relevant. And of that, a lot of times, especially if I'm launching a product that has no brand awareness, no one knows about it. No one's like typing in Hershey's, you know, this is a brand, a new food brand, something no one's looked about. So you're looking for instead chocolate chips, uh, where it's not branded. It's a generic term. Um, I would do this kind of five, five, five rule, which would be like five keywords at the bottom that might be like 1500 searches a month or something pretty attainable for a product. Then like five that are in maybe the five to 10,000 keyword searches a month. And then five at the top that are like, you know, pre-workout, for example, would be one that's like really hard to compete with as a new product. You're not going to rank there. Yeah. And the goal would be, let's get these bottom five to rank where because there's not a lot of competition on them, they're lower search volume, people aren't going at them as hard, we can actually get our new product to start doing well and ranking for them. And then as they got stronger, you would come back to it. You know, maybe you're swapping some out because none of them are ranking at all. There's some nuance to it. But let's say you come back to it two or three months later, you're checking them, your keywords are ranking great now. Let's be more aggressive and potentially switching out those medium high end ones or low ones for some medium ones now that we've got some traffic going and let's get a little bit more aggressive and then a little bit more aggressive and then a little bit more aggressive. And that's what I would kind of think of as long term where you're not just setting it and forgetting it. You're kind of coming in with a strategy of let's give us a chance of success from low, medium, high, and then let's evaluate that success over time and switch out what we can even, you know, switching out one or two keywords that, that get results can be the difference in, um, you know, quite a bit of sales. So yeah. people just don't want to spend money on this. They don't want to think about this. So they want to set it and forget it, move on to the next thing on the checklist. Talk to me about, you know, what long-term strategy looks like for you guys. And, you know, over the last six, eight months, uh, you've been focused on it and really diving into that. What does that look like practically? Yeah. So, I mean, I think like your like general, like description there definitely is like a really good, like generalized, like version of what you're trying to do with your ongoing and long-term strategy. Um, like in, in terms of like specific tactics, right? Like, um, you know, I've kind of like, you know, you'll see, like, if you go to my website, you'll see, like, we, we talk about three different SEO levels. Um, hopefully a fourth one will be coming soon. I'm still trying to tinker with it, but, um, essentially, right, you're looking at, um, you know, in in your first like four to six weeks, right, that's, you know, like you talked about, like, you know, and and typically, you know, we're going to, um, you know, if we're writing a listing, or just like helping someone that still hasn't kind of like broken out of this SEO level one, 
is um, yeah, you're going to have keywords that yes, there might be some that are a bit more niche, right? Um, some medium, some, some higher, because a lot of times those higher ones, like, like are part of the longer ones anyway, like, you know, pre-workout might have 30,000 search volume, but like pre-workout for, you know, whatever it might, you know, pre-workout for gym is going to be less, right? So, so right. You know, t- typically you're going to be getting these higher volume ones in any way by using these, these ones and just making sure that every single space is totally maxed out, right? Um, that's so, you know, having, you know, four to seven in your title, four to seven keyword phrases in your title, um, you know, counting for like two and ones and three and ones, of course, right? Having 10 to 15 keywords, keyword phrases in your bullet points, um, a bunch, you know, a bunch more in your product description, every, all the like 100 characters of each A plus content alt text, right? Um, you know, making, and then like even your A plus content plain text, right? In our formula at Guava Listings, we do um, use plain text modules, right? Because they do have SEO value. So a balance between like the big banners for like conversion and then also some plain text for, so just making sure that there's, you know, wherever you can have a keyword phrase without like completely keyword stuffing it, right? Because obviously you don't want to want to do that either, but any opportunity you have to get a keyword phrase in, you do that. And also in your backend search terms, having individual keywords, right? Like if I, you know, if I was selling these pair of sunglasses, right? Uh, you'll have sun, glasses, sunglasses, pair, right? All those things are most likely in your title, your bullet points already. But in the first four to six weeks, it's good to have them in that backend search um, search term slot because you're going to index faster for all of those those like vital keywords. So once you have, um, and which you can check on Helium 10 very easily, once you have an organic keyword distribution of 200, then you move on to SEO level two. Okay. So SEO level two now, uh, that is all about kind of expanding that organic keyword distribution number, expanding what keywords that you are um, indexing for. So maybe sunglasses isn't the best example for this because there's only so many keywords, but um, uh, maybe let's go with water bottle, right? So before you probably had water bottle, blue, um, whatever it might be, you know, um, but now 16 in, ounce, 20 yeah, ounce. Yeah. Everything like everything that this needs to like, you know, your most important keywords are all going to be in your backend search terms now. Um, and you can play with some of the keywords in your title and bullets too, but usually at, at least in the first run of this SEO level two tactics, right. You're just going to turn uh, change your backend search terms to index for more, have a larger organic keyword distribution. So maybe you didn't, you didn't have the word container in your, in your title bullets, right. But it could be like somebody could type in water bottle container, right. Um, for sure. You don't have Spanish in your front end and it, you know, 99.9% of the cases. Right. So whatever, you know, I'm in Mexico, I should probably know, but like, uh, so like agua, right. You might have agua in your, in your backend search terms, misspellings and just other words that like, you know, they don't have to necessarily always be the most hyper relevant. Um, but you know, things that make sense, maybe, uh, like hikes, maybe you put, cause somebody might put in water bottle for hikes. So you put, you know, it's not an important enough for maybe your title, or your bullets, but you can put it in your back end, And, and so over time, right. You know, it's usually you'll need like a few runs of this, like, you know, set it, set the new search terms, give it a month, right. At that point, you might start tinkering with some of the bullet point keywords as well. Um, just depending on a few things, but 
The point is getting, um, and again, check in a helium 10, an organic keyword distribution of 800 or more. Then the real fun starts because then once, whenever we, and we've tested it below 800, right. And we, and after 800 and it, it has a, whatever, for whatever reason, I don't know why, right. It tends to work when you have, um, an organic keyword distribution of 800 plus, then you can identify keywords that are currently ranked 20 through 50 that are valuable, right? So, you know, probably some, especially if you just launch, right? So probably some of these more like medium to high keywords that you're not quite ranking for, um, you're on page bottom, bottom page one or on page two. And then by, you know, targeting these, you know, you make your list, you know, can't target all of them, obviously, but, uh, you know, you can pick, um, four five, six, seven, eight of them, depending, and then actually get them into your listing multiple times. Right. So this is, this is where a lot of people like say, like, you know, you don't want to have like repeating of duplication, right. Um, but actually in this phase of SEO, it can actually help boost you to rank one through 19 and really hopefully the top 10, right. Definitely. You know, and of course, you know, I have, there's a caveat, of course, like this isn't like 100% success rate, but it's just one, because there's a lot of factors to ranking, of course. Right. But this is one tool in your arsenal that you can use to kind of help boost rank. And, you know, after a month or so, you know, we've had a lot of clients get a lot of great results. Um, you know, the one that I always talk about is like, we have these eight keywords, um, or I think seven, because the one didn't actually, it didn't work, but we had seven with a total of 28,000 search volume move from okay. rank 20 through 50 to three through seven. So in just one month, and we didn't change anything else. Like they didn't, you know, of course you're still, you need to be running PPC and all the, the normal things. But the only change that we made was repeating these keywords, you know, having, of course you can't fit all four to eight in the title, most of the cases, and you don't want to replace anything that's already highly ranked, of course, but by repeating these keywords in the title, in the product description, in the A plus content plain text, in the A plus content alt text, right? There's this effect where um, in 70 plus percent of cases, you're going to see a rank um, rank boost. boost. Um, and so, and then like given over time, right? And now like, you know, because now we slingshotted them up there with that. And then, you know, because when you're ranked 20 through 50, you're not really making sales like from that, from that keyword. And now all of a sudden, you know, but with your three through seven, you know, of course being one, you're going to get the most, but three through seven, you're going to get some. And then, uh, you know, as long as you have an optimized listing for conversion, for click through rate and conversion, Amazon's going to see, okay, well, this, this key, this product is getting sales for this keyword. Let's keep them up there. Let's push them even further. So not, not all of their, not all of those keywords stayed in that, but like most of them did. And most of them even approved. Some of them are number one. Um, and it really all stemmed from that, that slingshot effect of repeating these keyword phrases. And you can keep repeatedly doing this, right? So maybe in the beginning, you're changing it more often in SEO level three. Um, I'm experimenting with doing it every 60 days, but so far we've been doing it every 90 days. And because now, you know, there's going to be more keywords that you're ranked 20 through 50 or, or maybe you know, it could be a maintenance thing. Sometimes some fall off, right? So then like, let's get them back up, right? By, by by optimizing the listing and, and getting these keywords in repeatedly. I love it. That was like brilliant. And I think uh, 
very similar to what I'm suggesting, maybe more generically speaking, but where you're, you're just A-B testing, you're trying to switch out, you know, you're, you're testing the rank, you're seeing what results you're getting. You're like, look, we, we went right after pre-workout or water bottle and we got nowhere. Well, why keep water bottle right there? If it's, if it's something that's going to take you a while to go, go down the line, find something more longer tail that that's going to help you, um, you know, start getting some sales or, or start getting some traction on build on that traction. And then, um, you know, uh, as you as you grow, okay, now I'm going to go take that fight. You know, it's like pick on someone your own size, I guess, kind of thing. Uh, when you're coming out with a new product or a new listing, uh, pick on someone your own size, do well there. Yeah. Uh, before you go, you know, I guess I would uh, a better metaphor might be, um, you know, better to be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond, right? So like, if you can't win in your own area uh, you can't you can't win in your own like let's say uh 22 ounce blue water bottle with google uh let, right logo. yeah you gotta you gotta that, win there first. that's describing <laughs> it exactly right if you can't win there uh then what are you trying to do you know and so thinking about that um you're gonna have a lot more success and i think one thing about amazon and being successful on amazon and buying into what is the amazon you know, uh, the whole game that it is buying into that is getting a little taste of success with some of your changes. If yeah. you're like, if you just launch on Amazon, you're not getting anything going, you're going to get burnt out, you're going to quit, it's just going to be a lost investment. But it's about getting little bits of goals, like, you know, start out at a beginner level before you just go try to download the game and play, play expert level, you know, so yeah. um, I 100% believe in those different levels. We talked, so did we talk about level three and potentially level four? So that that is level that was level three like that once okay, you the sixty days and the repeating okay. of of the keyword phrases right um you don't really want to do that until you've hit past that eight hundred organic keyword distribution level um if you have a super duper niche product like maybe it could um and it, it does sometimes work because there's no whatever. competition there or something yeah like that. yeah yeah it's just like something with the algorithm like with uh, yeah again I don't really fully understand why. It works once you hit that 800 keyword distribution, why you can then do the rank boosting thing of SEO level three. Uh, but it does, uh, again, one factor in it, of course, it's not a 100% guarantee um, and not all the words are necessarily going to to be boosted, but um, you can get some really good results with it. Um, so, and especially if you have an older product with a lot of sales history, that's where we're seeing like the, the best effects. So yeah, and SEO level four would pretty much... Um, so it's, it's, it's working with like the PPC campaigns as well. Um, so like, you know, looking at like what's converting the most in the PPC and like, okay, maybe if that's not in the title, like maybe put that in the title first, right? Cause then it's like, so it's like working with PPC and then also like the, the search query reports. Um, so like literally like using Amazon's data so far, like, you know, it's just been pretty much using Helium 10. Um, but since I've actually been offering like not just listing optimization where we do like the whole, you know, copywriting graphic design, well, I'll just go in now and we'll just like, we're, we're offering an, an SEO subscription, um, where we're doing all that SEO work. Um, and now that like, I'm getting access to more of my, you know, clients, seller centrals and stuff like, you know, that's where Real I'm starting to like develop this, this other, these other tactics. Full picture. So, so yeah, so yeah, more well, to come, more to come. Like that's, you know, that's, uh a basic, you know, overview of, of everything. I love it. And I think it's brilliant. And it's, um, you know, it's definitely what I would be preaching here. Um, I have been doing this 12 years. And what I can tell you is I became a full service agency because 
as I just started getting more access to the brands and the business, like you just realize that everything is touching everything. On yeah. Amazon. You know, like yeah. to be a PPC agency and not be able to ensure that they have good content on the listing pages is was was frustrating for me. Uh, you know, they don't have good copy. How are you going to use automatic ads on Amazon if they don't have good copy? It's pulling from the listing, pulling from the copy that's in the listing. Yeah. If you don't have good images to help you convert. You know, your, your ads are going to a page that's not built to convert. Uh, they want you to get organic ranking. There's no keywords in the listing. How are you going to get there? Um, knowing that, you know, PPC exact match could could uh, coincide along with your SEO and you could be pushing PPC exact match to help those keywords rank a little bit yeah. faster. Um, yep. Just little examples of ways yeah, that like, you know, a, it's kind of all working together. And that's, you know, you know, I don't offer, you know, PPC or all the, a lot of the other full service, but I'm, you know, I have like a, a partner, you know, PPC agency that like, you know, and we're kind of like working on ways to, you know, make the, the PPC and SEO again, like bounce off each other because they should be. Right. But just like trying to like tinker with and find the best combinations or the best, you know, uh, methods. How to, to communicate that. Yeah. A lot of times it's yeah. a sale, a copywriter and a PPC data analyst are not the same brain, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, it's just a different, a different way of looking at math and numbers and stuff like that, you know, so I completely agree. And, you know, as an agency, we do it all, but we also work with tons of teams that have split teams. And, you know, so we're trying to figure out how to communicate these ideas, um, you know, across teams and stuff like that. But I love that you're um, kind of piecing it all in together and figuring out, you know, what drives what, because it's absolutely how Amazon is scoring it is, is, uh, you know, if you were sending in a thousand visitors through PPC on a keyword that doesn't convert, um, that's going to hurt you. It's not just yeah. going to show you, it's not just going to take your money and show you increased sessions. It's going to hurt your listing because Amazon's saying a thousand people came here and mm -hmm. none of them bought. I, yep. Um, you know, we want to go the opposite direction with this listing. Um, I have a couple more questions for you before I do shout out again to our sponsor, fullscale.io finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult, especially when you visit fullscale.io where you can build a software team quickly and affordably. Use the full scale platform to define your technical needs and then see what available developers, testers, and leaders are ready to join your team. Visit fullscale.io to learn more. All right. I got, I got a question for you, Eddie. Talk to me about what you think, um, just as an example, what's, what scaling brands or brands that are building some of the things you see them doing wrong with their SEO. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the big, biggest things I think is just like not doing anything with SEO. Like I, I've worked you know, with, um, seven and eight figure, your brands that really, you know, weren't doing anything. Um, and it's just like, oh, it's just such a low hanging fruit. Um, so I think like, you know, when you, especially when you, when you start to get bigger, right. You know, certain things tend to get like swept under the rug. Like maybe like you're not, um, filling out your A plus content, alt text to all 100, character you know 90 100 characters right because like oh you got to do that for 13 to 19 whatever it is like slots of you know like oh whatever but like actually like that can help especially in the later seo level right less seo level three so just like you know making sure like that little things like in the search terms uh in the back end search terms right you don't need anything like in the back end search terms like if you have like bottle you don't need to put bottles, right? Amazon, you know, you can have bottles and, you know, water, you know, in the keyword phrases in the, the, your bullets, your titles, of course, like interchanging, but in your backend search terms, you don't need a plural when you already have the singular and vice versa. Um, so, you know, just like, you know, and then, cause then that, that gets you, um, 
more space, right? That that gets you a whole other keyword that you can be like indexing and then eventually ranking for. Um, so it's just like, you know, a- any anything you can do, just maximize your space, you know, take the time. Yes, it takes time, um, but, you know, do it because it's, you know, it's one of the lowest hanging fruits and, um, you know, it can mean, you know, that many more sales over time, right? So yeah, focus on the basics, like the little nuanced things um, over time at scale. They really do matter. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. And something that my own team, we got to constantly come back to it and be like, guys, like, you know, we can be doing amazing things, working with massive brands, big brands, doing some beautiful projects and find ourselves missing some of the the nuance of the basics. Like just make sure you're covering all your gaps, maximizing. That's what I love about Amazon. So many proactive things you can do yep. to, 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 to win. Um so, um, you know, Guava Listings is relatively young, you know, a couple of years old. Uh, talk to me about like what your clients or your partners um, can look forward to coming from you guys. I know that you have like an SEO masterclass. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I have, yeah. I have a free like Amazon SEO masterclass where it just gives you detailed, uh, way more details of what we discussed about the SEO levels, um, detailed SO, written SOPs and training videos and everything like that. Um, again, it doesn't go over every single nuance that could possibly happen in each of the levels, but it gives you, gives you the basics and you can definitely take that and, and, and run with it and and definitely get some results from that. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm constantly learning myself. And so therefore like, you know, whether that's SEO level four, five, six, seven, 100, you know, like it's, um, you know, I'll constantly be you know, and because it is constantly changing, right? You know, there could be a year later, Amazon could change the way it does things, you know, the ranking algorithm does things, and then everything that I've just done could be obsolete, right? So like, um, you know, hopefully it's not too, too far off, but like, you know, I have to be continually like testing these things and, and keeping a pulse yeah. on that. So um, yeah, that's, you know, so, you know, the SEO subscription, um, I am also launching like a coaching program, so like a kind of like do it with you um, approach to, you know, SEO and then also like listing optimization, right? Where we go through and like, you know, step by step, like, okay, like, is this main image the best that it could be, right? Because like, you know, you can increase your, by a better main image, you can increase your click two, three, four, five X, right? So totally. Um, so, it's, you know, stuff like, you know, just going piece by piece. So got to got to do it with you program that's um yeah i mean i guess i could say it's launched i haven't had like a grand uh, i haven't marketed it too much but um so yeah that kind of that kind you know that kind of stuff and then always our core you know listing optimization getting the right uh copywriting and graphic design so that you know once someone once all your seo work has paid off and your click through rate work has paid off that of course that that you convert at a, a high level I love it. Um, this has been awesome, Eddie. I know it won't be the last time uh, we connect. I want to. I want to leave you with two questions that are um, one being something you're work on, working on that you're excited about uh, in the business or professionally. I know you've moved and you're moving again, so uh, you know anything to that. And then, what are you working on personally in your life? Uh, you know, throughout the end of the year, it could be fitness, could be travel goals. You know, something that's less business. Yeah. focus, I guess, something you're excited on. Um, and then lastly, where can people contact you, follow your journey, um, email, website, LinkedIn, any yeah. of that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, um, 
so yeah, I think the the coaching program I think is what I'm most um, excited about because it kind of goes back to you know me teaching English in Vietnam. Um, you know, even though like teaching English to five year olds wasn't you know something I got burnt out on. Um, <laughs> you know, I do like teaching, um, so I do like see that as like a, a big avenue. Um, and I'm not really aware of, of too many people that are like specifically like teaching like you know Amazon SEO and and listing optimization. So I think like working someone step by step and you know eventually seeing the result of an optimized listing that you know I didn't necessarily write but I I coached and you know so helping them, you know, teaching them how to fish as opposed to fishing for them. So definitely excited about that project um you know overall. Uh in terms of uh personal life um yeah, like uh, I'm moving to moving to Colombia, so it'll be you know a new a new place, uh, a new a new journey, um, and uh, so definitely excited about that. And yeah, I have been really focusing on on my fitness uh, these last last few months, and I'm starting to see some some really good results. You know, so it's it's always that like delayed gratification, whether it's business or anything personal, right? You really gotta like grind for a while before you really start to see, see the fruit. Um, but now, you know, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, okay, like, you know, the Colombian ladies will like this. <laughs> very, very similar to SEO in a way, you know, it's something that's slow going, but it starts to really ramp up over time and pay off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Medellin, uh, we'll see if you ever leave Medellin because I've yeah. heard, uh, it, it's an amazing place. Yeah. I'm super excited to get there. And, and lastly, where can people, you know, meet up with you as well? If you're going to be, yeah, there. I'll be there in November. Uh, so I'll be coming with a couple of my guy friends doing a, a music festival there. Uh, some of my favorite artists will be there in November. So it'll be my first time I've been to Bogota, but my first time in Medellin and Cartagena. So, um, but lastly, Eddie, where can people follow you, follow your journey, uh, find Guava listings, um, you know, reach out, contact you. Yeah, so I um, I think the best place is definitely guavalistings.com, um, where you'll find uh, you'll you know you'll easily find the link to that free masterclass. I believe that that might be linked on the, the episode as well. But um, yeah, guavalistings.com or um, you know Eddie at guavalistings.com if you want to reach out to me personally about you know whatever it might be. Um, you know I'm happy to to give some, some free advice and then, you know, perhaps we could work together or not, but, um, you know, happy to definitely have a conversation with you. And then yeah, on LinkedIn, just, uh, Eddie Wheeler, I guess if you type in Eddie Wheeler, Guava listings, uh, LinkedIn's always a good way to get in touch with me as well. Awesome. Eddie, thank you so much for passing on your knowledge and, and sharing value today. Um, it's been really nice getting to know you. Thanks again, hustlers for tuning in. Always appreciate your attention, um, and supporting us. And then fullscale.io, our sponsor for today's episode, we wouldn't be able to do these shows for free, um, and push them out the way we would, uh, without their support. So fullscale.io, uh, do you need to hire software engineers, testers, or leaders? They have the people in the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts at fullscale. They specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more when you visit fullscale.io. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Hustlers. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.